Welcome to the What's What Weekly Wrap-Up. It's Friday, January 27th. Today's podcast focuses exclusively on this week's features from the WFUV newsroom. I'm Shana Walsh. And I'm Isabel Danzis. And here are this week's feature stories. Strike a Chord is WFUV's quarterly public service campaign. Each quarter, we choose to highlight nonprofits in the New York City area that do work centered around a specific theme. This quarter, our focus is clean communities. We take a look at organizations that work to clean, sanitize, and beautify the New York City area. My co-host Isabel Danzis spoke with the president of Riverkeeper about her work with clean water and pollution in New York City. My name is Tracy Brown, and I am the president and Hudson Riverkeeper, um, leading the organization known as Riverkeeper, which works throughout the Hudson Valley. Could you just start with kind of a general explanation about what Riverkeeper does? So Riverkeeper is a clean water watchdog organization. We oversee and do advocacy on behalf of the whole Hudson River estuary, which runs from the Battery at the end of New York City all the way up to um, Troy, where the federal dam is. We also oversee and do watchdog work for the drinking water sources for New York City. We could talk a little bit about how kind of pollution in the New York City area affects water. The main piece that a lot of people don't understand about New York City's uh, pollution problem is that the city still has in large, you know, large areas, a combined sewer and stormwater system. Your wastewater and your storm drains on your streets all go into the same pipe. The rainwater and the wastewater from our houses and our businesses are going to the wastewater treatment plants and all being treated. When it rains a lot and there's too much rain and sewage combined in those pipes, they actually overflow. They are set up to bypass the wastewater treatment plants so those plants don't get overwhelmed. So anytime it rains as much as uh, a quarter of an inch or more, there is untreated wastewater with sewage and all the things that come out of our businesses and homes in the city getting discharged directly into the waters around the city. What can ordinary people do, you know, to kind of help combat this problem? In terms of the residents, um, you know, people need to be aware that if it's raining in the city, that probably the combined sewer overflows. There are 460 of these outlets spread around the shorelines of, of Manhattan and all the boroughs. Um, In those moments when it's raining, don't run your dishwasher, don't hop in the shower, uh, don't do your laundry. Try and be mindful that probably any water that you're going to send through the system in a rain event could go directly into the Hudson, you know, toilet paper and all, whatever you've put in it. That was me speaking with Tracy Brown, president of Riverkeeper and a Hudson Riverkeeper. In a bid to make the city more sustainable, organizations are teaching New York City's youngest civilians how to compost. WFV's Maya Sargent spoke to two of the organizations making their way into schools about why educating kids about composting and recycling is so important. New York City has a goal to be zero waste by the year 2030. But that's hard to do in a city that's home to 8 million people. Now, two organizations are taking it into their own hands to jumpstart the process by teaching kids in schools how to compost. Kate Wimsett, director of Grow NYC's Zero Waste Schools Initiative, says you might be surprised to know that the majority of waste from schools can be recycled. 
up to 86% of the material that is coming out of schools can either be recycled or um, sent to a compost facility. It's 51% for compost and about 35% for other recyclable materials. The Grow NYC Zero Waste program is currently focused on schools in the Bronx. After delayed development due to COVID-19, Kate says they are now getting all schools on board with the curbside composting program. This initiative will pop up composting and recycling bins where kids can deposit their food scraps and waste. This year we'll be working with over 400, about 450 schools in the Bronx. It's a huge expansion, a first time expansion of that program since 2019. The initiative will involve showing kids how to separate their items into composting and recycling bins. Kate says the most important feature about the program is that it's hands-on. It's changing behaviours and habits and mindsets through this programming. And, you know, it's easy to say, just put your things into different bins and we'll take it away. But mostly people need to have some sort of deeper understanding about why they're being asked to change their behaviours or why they're being asked to take extra steps in a process when they just want to get rid of something. The program provides kids, like 7th grader Alana from Success Academy, with long-lasting takeaways. One of the things I've learned is how recycling can help the school community and composting can help a lot of people, like people with asthma so it doesn't affect the air and pollute the air. And fishes that's in the sea so it's not so much litter in the oceans and save all the sea animals. Kate says that keeping waste out of landfills has immediate benefits. All of that waste, when it's sent to landfill, can contribute to greenhouse gas emissions. We want to divert that from going to the landfill and send it to compost facilities. She says this waste can then be turned into nutrient-rich material. Farmers, gardeners call it black gold. You know, it's a nutrient-rich soil amendment that can then be used to help parks, gardens, school gardens, uh, street trees, and, and even back on farms help plants flourish and grow. Another company, Lomi, is also helping kids compost. They sell portable composting units and recently donated over 200 units to select schools in the city. CEO Matt Batuli said this partnership is a step towards reaching Lomi's end goal. Our mission is we want to reduce 10 billion pounds of food waste from ever, ever seeing the light of day. Matt also agrees that introducing this education into school systems will have long-lasting effects. I think that if you don't start with kids, we're in for a very long painful journey on this planet. I think kids are the tip of the spear with all of this stuff. So like if we're taking a long enough view of things, 10, 20, 30 years out, the younger we start, the better. Creating sustainable practices in the city has never been more important. New Yorkers produce nearly 13,000 tons of waste each day. That's over four and a half million tons a year. Composting can help divert that waste from landfills, preventing emissions, reducing air pollution and limiting litter. So, next time you go to throw your trash away, stop and consider if your waste can be composted or recycled. A little bit of extra thought goes a long way for the future of the planet. That was WFUV's Maya Sargent talking to representatives from Grow NYC and Lomi about their composting initiative for kids. And that's it for us. But you can check out the What's What weekly wrap-up every Friday for more features exclusively from the WFUV newsroom. And make sure to check out the WFUV What's What daily podcast. It explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues surrounding the New York metropolitan area. And it includes features and interviews just like the ones you heard exclusively from FUV. You can catch new episodes every weekday at 3. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and find out more at WFUVnews.org. I'm Shana Walsh. And I'm Isabel Danzis.